Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. They say it's in your blood, a game that can't be won, only played. A love affair. It satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect. The greatest game ever played. Golf. It's real. And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. Thank you very much and welcome in to another edition of Real Golf Radio, wrapping up the 150th Open Championship. Wow, Bob. Yeah. What a final round, huh? Oh, that was fun. It was fun to watch. It's fun to see... uh, you know, Rory looked like he was in control the whole way. And then I'll tell you what, those two Camerons, man, they came flying up. And that was really kind of cool. It was it was fun to watch. There's no doubt about it. Yep. One of them is a little more forgotten than the other because one of them mm-hmm. hoisted the Claret Jug and uh, seeing how many beers he can fit into it. And that's Cameron two. Smith of Australia. Hey, we've got Ian Carter, uh, who is a BBC golf correspondent. He's going to join us from across the pond. He's also authored a new book on the 150th Open Championship. Pretty cool stuff. America's favorite caddy. Sliding into the uh, hour number one slot this week also. Uh, on the back nine, hour number two, it's a two-part conversation with the Fire Pit Collective creator, Matt Janella, who has spent a couple of weeks over there across the pond living the high life, Bob. Yeah, his gamers, as he called them. Um, and then also staying at the Russics for the entire week. Mm. Yeah. Well, they were on sale that week because there wasn't, you know, there's plenty of occupancy available, <laughs> yeah. right? So yeah. I'm sure he got a good deal. Ho- Hotels.com right. was a value for him. So, right, right. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, Matt Janella, some really good comments. His experience over there, you know, Matt's figured out the golf life thing, right? And yep. and how to tell those stories. So that's why it's the Fire Pit Collective. You know, you gather around, you tell these stories. And that's a huge part of the culture of the game of golf. So many of us enjoy the competition, but we also love the camaraderie and the opportunities for travel and experience that the golf provides. So mm-hmm. uh, Matt has captured that really well. Plus, he's got some great thoughts on the open and live as well. So, hey, we got so much to talk to, and it's going to be a fun show. Follow us on Twitter, at Real Golf. Love to know what you think of the show. Also, you can send us your comments and questions there, at Real Golf on Twitter, Real Golf Radio on the rest of our, our social channels, or you can download us wherever your favorite podcasts are found. we got to take a short break with that introduction, but we'll be right back. We'll get into it all next, right here on Real Golf Radio. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. 
If your friends are using Mr. Clean Clean Freak Spray, you won't find grease on their stovetop or soap scum in their bathtub or tomato sauce splatter in there. Uh, why are you looking at my microwave? No reason. Clean Freak is different than other spray cleaners. Its innovative spray nozzle delivers a powerful deep cleaning mist that starts working on contact, easily breaking down tough messes in seconds. Mr. Clean Clean Freak. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year, you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward and build that papier-mâché volcano. I am not cleaning this up. Ooh, yeah, I meant the kids. Staples will help them move forward. Right now, Crayola 10-count markers and 12-count colored pencils are just 99 cents each. And Staples one-subject notebooks are only 35 cents. Everything on your list at amazing prices. Staples, we're not going back. We're going forward to school. Ends 827 in-store, only limit 30. Right now, you deserve the network more people rely on. That's why we're introducing Welcome Unlimited for just $30 a line per month for four lines with auto pay plus taxes and fees. Our best priced unlimited plan ever. Did he say $30? Yep, $30 a line for the whole family. The network you want, the price you love. Switch to Verizon today. Paper-free billing required. Unlimited 5G nationwide 4G LTE. In times of congestion, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. All smartphone lines on the account must be on Welcome Unlimited and are eligible only for select promotions. Includes domestic talk, text, and data usage only. Data roaming at 2G speeds. Here at Total Wine & More, you'll love what you find, especially our totally low prices. I'm firing up the grill for burgers and want to impress the neighbors. This bourbon has a smoky flavor that'll go great with your grilling. Nice! Wow, and look at that price. Well done. I prefer medium rare. <laughs> your neighbors will love it. Love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Pickup and delivery available at TotalWine.com. Drink responsibly, B21. Wendy's nose cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day. And all night. Until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's hot and crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's hot and crispy fries. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, brought to you in part by Callaway Golf. Hey, have you seen the new Jaws Raw Wedges from Callaway? They're saying it's pure spin in its rawest form. I like that. Jaws Raw brings raw scoring performance to your wedge game, featuring the most aggressive grooves in golf with a raw face that promotes maximum spin. And for the first time ever, Callaway is bringing tungsten technology to a wedge for a weight-balanced club that offers both feel and control. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com and the new Jaws Raw Pure Spin in its rawest form wedges from Callaway. 
I'll tell you what, that would be nice. You wanted as much spin as you could, but the wedges were almost rendered useless over there on those rock-hard fairways and green surrounds, and Cam Smith used a flat stick to just flat-out destroy the old course and the competition in that final round 64. Bob, what a weapon would that flat stick is for Cam Smith. Well, and, you know, 253 feet of putts in the second round. Then it goes ice cold in the third round, and he shoots one over par. And then he said he went to the putting green and putted for five minutes just to see some balls go in the hole, and then he was fine. And he went to the final round, and I'll tell you what, he filled it up again. Mm, Man, Uh, did he ever. I mean, you'd go on, on making the turn there. Yep. And, uh, you know, he's, he, he goes, so he birdies two and five, right? So he goes out in 34. And then on 10, he goes birdie three, 11 birdie two, 12 birdie three, 13 birdie three, and 14 birdie four. Yep. So he reels off those five. And then, by the way, just for good measure, has some really good holes on 15 and 16, saves that par. Okay, let's just talk about, and then birdie's 18, for you know, just to put it all out of, out of, out of hand, <laughs> but on 17, Bob, you said, okay, now maybe here's the open. Maybe here's the little flinch that gives yeah. Rory. And by the way, I wasn't necessarily rooting against Cam Smith, no, but I was sort of rooting for Rory to make a charge here. In fact, what I was rooting for was a four hole playoff with Smith exactly. and, and Rory and yeah. Cam Young joined the party too. I don't care. That'd Why be not? great. Yeah. Uh, but 17, we're going to see that putt around the road hole bunker every year the old course hosts the Open Championship. Explain how tough that was, Bob, because you don't get the speed just right. There is a gulf that is waiting for you down there. Yeah, if you if you hit it too soft, of course, and trying to and try to take advantage of that slope around that bunker too much, um, hit it too soft, it's going in the bunker. But if you hit it too hard, then you leave yourself a 20 or a 30 footer. But he was able to hit it. Um, get it get it around that slope and get it up on top and give himself, you know, 12, 14 feet to, to have an opportunity to make par. And the way he was putting, it was almost like it was a foregone conclusion. This is going in. I'll bet you he was just kind of like licking his chops when he, when he got it to where it was and he's going, oh, man, I'm going to make this one. Not only in the right distance, but kind of in the perfect spot, wasn't it? Yeah. Just yeah. going right up the slope there. Yep, just right up the slope, a little slightly left to right, and he just poured it right in the middle. You know, you think about the way he slung the, the with the putter, he slings it around the road hole. So you basically mm-hmm. got to skirt the one thing, you, one hazard you don't want to mess with right. on, on St. Andrews, right? Right. And then on 18, now granted, he's driven the green, and there's not a whole lot that could really go wrong at that point in time. He's right just on short, the right front edge. That yeah. Right, just short. But he slingshots it again with the slope, and it <laughs> almost goes in for an eagle. I thought, in fact, I yeah. half expected it to drop. I, it was it was masterful. And you think about, Bob, when you and I stood there five feet, three feet from him uh, at Augusta when he finished his round on Sunday and how heartbroken he was yep. and just how much he, how close he had come. And and you thought to yourself, you know what, this this guy, but he was going to pick himself up. I was impressed with his, his uh, resolve and his class at Augusta and not surprised that he was able to pick up the open there. And when I say masterful in his putting, Augusta is a lot like that. There's a yep. lot of slope there, and a lot and good putters do well. So I, I have to think the early favorite. I don't know. You tell me. You got the defending champ Scotty Scheffler. You got JT. You've got um, 
USO, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick had a brain yeah. fart there for a second. And then, and, and now you've got Cam Smith. Of the four, I got to be honest with you, I'm thinking maybe it's what have you done for me lately, but I got to put the, the leading favorite is Cam Smith going into Augusta. Well, I think I think he's kind of nudged ahead just a little bit. Um, it you know, there's eight months. That's that's the worst thing about this. <laughs> yes, this and not the PGA. Looking forward to the PGA Championship in August is now we have eight months before we see April and the Masters again and, and major championship golf. And a lot can happen in the game between now and then. But I think if you look at it from right now, I think you got to put Cameron Smith as the guy that is. Got to be the favorite. And and then I would say you'd look at uh, a guy like Scotty Scheffler and uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick and, and Justin Thomas. Um, he struggled last week, and, and that was surprising for me. Mm. But, um, you know, if he, if anybody was needed to take advantage of the situation and the weather and everything, I think Justin Thomas was the guy that needed to because he's a highball hitter. Mm. But um, for the most part, it was phenomenal. It was masterful, and to watch him come from four back, um, the the highest ever um, deficit um, in in the Open Championship, and watch him win that golf tournament. He got it. He got it rolling his way, and he got the momentum. And it was hard for Rory to uh, stay up with him. Well, and that's the surprising thing is we talked all week that you got to get out and get going because just people don't just come from behind to, right. to win at St. Andrews. And it's because there's birdie opportunities down the stretch. So it's hard to, to catch. You got to keep pace. So Rory had the pace set. He had yep. the lead. What went wrong with Rory in that final round? Well, I think, uh, I think he got too comfortable with trying to hit fairways and trying to get it into the greens and makes make a lot of pars. Um, he two putted, uh, he two putted uh, a par five and a par four. Those were his only birdies on the day. And then when it started to matter um, to be able to switch what you were trying to do that you felt was going to get you through to win the championship and start hitting – attacking holes a little bit more, hitting it closer to the hole, um, and making some putts, he wasn't able to do it. Now, Rory hit a, a lot of good putts. I mean, he hit a lot of good putts in that final round that hit edges of holes and stuff like that, but he just couldn't get them to drop. Mm. Well, it's uh, it's hard for me to say that Rory McIlroy lost the Open. I, I, would, right. I think that's cheating Cam Smith a little bit. Cam Smith went out and won it. He did. Uh, I will say that Rory missed an opportunity to go out and win it, perhaps yeah. with that kind of strategy. Now, they were praising him on Twitter for having a tiger like approach with the lead, not making mistakes, hoping, you know, letting the others press and make the mistakes for themselves, but it didn't happen. They made a run, and the run almost caught him off guard to the point where he was in his cruise mode and couldn't quite step on the gas and keep up once they passed him by. Ian Carter with the BBC, he was there calling the shots. He joins us with an insider's look next. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. 
you could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember... They can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Uh, really pleased to welcome in our next guest. He's a good friend of ours. He's a golf correspondent for the BBC. He's also an author. He's got a new book out called The 150th Open, celebrating golf's defining championship. And looks like uh, so far it's a smashing success. Ian, how are you? Yeah, I'm very good, Brian. How are you? Good. And I don't know if I said it, but Ian Carter. I, I, I let all that up, and I'm not sure I actually announced your full name. Ian <laughs> Carter is joining us. Uh, so, hey, by the way, congrats on the books, man. That's really cool. No, thank you. No, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was fantastic to see it in St. Andrews last week in the bookshops there. And um, and it was even even better, to for, well, for the publishers anyway, to, to see how popular it was proving there. So, um yeah, it turned out really, really, really nicely. So um, I, m- I must admit, it was a it was a great thrill to uh, to be asked to write it, and um, and lovely to see it in the shops uh, in in St Andrews last week. 
Well, the 150th Open is in the books. As <laughs> just a little little segue <laughs> there, but uh, it was it was a great week, Ian. I mean, it was when I think back on. By the way, we were jealous not to be there. Bob and I were there in 2005 uh, at St Andrews, which was tremendous. When Jack said goodbye to the Open and golf. Um, but this week seemed to have a little bit of everything. And then, wow, a, a, a final round that is, is hard to replicate in major championship golf. How do you look back on the 150th Open? Uh, I look back on it with, with a great deal of fondness. You know, I, I was fortunate enough to, to for BBC Radio to be, be on the course all four days um, and see the action unfold. Uh, I thought it was, there was some fascinating golf played on a fast, firm links that, demanded a little bit of almost everything. I'm not sure how dirty mid-irons got uh, in, the course of, in the course of it, but that was because the course played so short. But it was still a decent test. You know, par 72 is, uh, is very generous for the old course, but there's no other way of expressing it on the scorecard because one day the ninth might be a par 3. The next day, depending on the wind direction, the tenth might be a par 3. Uh, if, effectively, and likewise the 18th to 12th holes as well. You know, four drivable par fours, uh, two reachable par fives. You know that that does make par 72 very flattering. So 20 under par didn't feel like it had been overpowered by any stretch of the imagination. And as you say, come Sunday, uh, an epic final round from Cam Smith to to overhaul Rory McIlroy um, and and Cam Young who who hung in there right to the very end. So it was, it was fantastic. You know, the interesting thing about this golf course is that the RNA did everything they could do to kind of um, hold and protect the golf course. And normally the wind is what protects the golf course in link style golf. And, and lack of wind is why you saw what, what happened as far as the scores. Yeah, I mean, it didn't blow particularly hard. It was, there were some significant wind shifts in the course of a day. Um, I'm trying to remember which player it was. I think it might even have been Cam Smith, who, who made, it was, who made the comment um, in, I think, his second round that he played into the wind on 16 holes. And normally you'd say that was a, a, a disadvantage. But actually, given the nature of the breeze, it made on certain holes the approach shots much easier because you've got something that you could you could use as a as a cushion if you like for those approach shots going into very hard putting surfaces. So um, the the wind wasn't a massive factor, um, and as I say, if 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 you if you look at it as actually in reality a par seventy golf course. Well, then you're going to, my maths is terrible, but that's, that's two shots around. So that's eight, take that off and 12 under par one. And that's, you know, that, that to me says, well, 20 under at St. Andrews, it, yes, it was a record. It beat Tiger Woods by one, but it was the same mark as Henrik Stenson in relation to par at Troon, uh, which was a lower overall score. And no one really felt that Troon was completely overpowered. Um, so Tiger 19 under, in 2005 in or rather 2000 so yeah i i didn't have any problems with with the scoring or how the course you know stood up as a test my big issue with it was that for the first two days because of the quirky nature of st andrews shared greens shared fairways mm-hmm. 
crossing over, you know, you're playing seven, you've got to wait for those coming across 11 to clear, you know, all of those idiosyncratic parts of the old course combined with 156 players in an open championship with a bit of breeze in fast, firm conditions, you don't get finished till after 10 o'clock at night. That's unacceptable. That is not the way to showcase the sport. Yeah, Ian Carter, BBC, joining us, uh, also the author of the 150th Open uh, book, which is available. You can check that out. Yeah, I agree with you. That that might have been the one sort of black eye was was the long rounds. But look, look going back to the to the scores, I, I mean, we're, this is a golf course that has played, been played for hundreds of years. Clearly, there's been significant advancements in the technology and the athleticism of of the players over the last, let's say, 20 years. And so um, I, I still think it held up just fine. I don't, don't want to get hypercritical over what the score was because at the end of the day, it produced a great championship, didn't it? Yeah. It, was wonder, yeah. it was awesome to watch. I mean, even those that were casual golf fans enjoyed the excitement and the thrill down the stretch. And I might offer that same commentary on Augusta National. I don't want to see Augusta National beef it up so we're, so we're even par wins. I mean, the charges on the back nine, the birdie opportunities, the eagle opportunities, to me, that's what makes it exciting Sunday at a championship venue. Uh, what do you think of that? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. And, and it was perfectly possible for the course to bite you. You had to play good golf. You could play average golf and make pars, but to make birdies, you had to play exceptional golf. Mm, yeah. And Rory McIlroy was the, was the epitome of that. I mean, he, he made 70 on the final day almost in his sleep, but he couldn't get anything going. He needed more than that, as, it, as was proved by that stunning finish coming home in 30 from Cam Smith. So... You know, he needed he needed more than than to to post a two under par seventy. That wasn't enough, and to do that, you had to do something special. And he wasn't capable of of doing that. And that was the course providing, uh, you know, a test that that ultimately decided the the championship. Obviously, in the way of the Australian. You know, uh, Cam Smith in the second round made like two hundred and fifty three feet of putts in the third round, or in the and and. In the third round, he struggled with his putting. But then in the fourth round, wow, when he turned that back nine, he made those five birdies right in a row and then birdied the 18th hole, and the putter got hot again. Um, it was There was a lot that needed to happen as far as putting was concerned to be able to win this championship. Exactly, Bob. You make a great point. You know, I followed Cam on the Saturday and, and followed him round in his 73, and he just couldn't buy a putt. And I was saying, you know, he'd left a, he'd left his putter in the freezer. I then followed McElroy round <laughs> on, on the Sunday, and it was exactly the same story. You, you had to you had to putt well, and you know, fair play to, to Cam Smith. He he found something overnight, and and really turned it on. Really, from well, the back probably 12 holes that he played, and and just blistered through the back nine, you know, you can't argue with anyone coming home in 30 for a final round 64. That's, that's one of the great rounds of open championship golf. Ian Carter, BBC and author joining us here on real golf radio. So uh, it, it was pretty clear on this side of the pond that Rory McIlroy was the favorite. Uh, I, I sense that was the case there. 
And yet I don't feel like it doesn't appear to me that Rory lost that open. Uh, he got beat and that happens sometimes. So maybe that's a little bit easier for him, although I'm sure he's kicking himself for not being able to get the ball a little bit closer to the hole and, and have some better looks. But how do you sense Rory will come away from this? I think he'll feel that this is, and he did say it, this was one that got away. I mean, he would have been thinking 68 would be par on that final day. And he, he, he missed that by by two shots. Now, look on the on the last. You know, he he ended up paring the 18th because he was going for it with the chip and and it ran 15 feet by. And you know, by then the putt coming back didn't matter. You know, to him in in the slightest. So I think in different circumstances he birdies 18. Um, that said, he, he could barely hold. You know, he is he he didn't have a single putt all the way round. He had yeah. 36 putts all the way around. And you're not going to win an Open, even with a, a four-shot advantage over the eventual winner, um, if, if you can't do better than 36 putts. That's, you know, that's the simple fact. So he will, he will feel that that's another that's got a, away from him. I think his challenge is to turn it into a positive. You know, this has been an extraordinary year in the majors for him. I was looking at stats. He's something like, nearly 30 under par for the, yeah. for the majors by far and away. Will Zalatoris is like 10 shots behind him in, in aggregate. I think there were only four players under par for the, of those who you know made the cut in all four majors. Uh, you know, by miles, he was the best player at the majors this year. And it's just so Rory that he didn't win any of them. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Um, you know, a moment ago, you, you mentioned Henrik Stenson, um, as a past um, champion golfer of the year and um, talked about his scoring a little bit. Earlier this week, um, it came out that Henrik Stenson, um, it looks like he's going to be moving over to LIV and um, he is no longer the Ryder Cup captain. Um, thoughts about that and thoughts about who could be in the running for that? Well, I think it's. Uh, I think that people around European golf will feel a, a, a huge sense of disappointment, given that it was only last March that uh, Henrik gave, uh, you know, I've, I've signed a contract and and told us he was fully committed to the cause of trying to win back the the Ryder Cup for Europe and wanted and said it was you know the honour of his life and all of those kind of platitudes which um, have been have been bought by Liv um, and we can only assume for an awful lot of money. Um, and, you know, that's, that's the decision he has taken. But to me, from Liv's point of view, there was only one reason to get Stenson. And that was because he's Ryder Cup captain to stir up the bitter power struggle that is going on in men's golf even further. Uh, that's why, because, you know, he's ranked 171st in the world. Yes, he's a former major champion. He's not had a decent result for a year. And and so why would you want him? Well, disrupt, disrupt again, disrupt the European tour, disrupt the whole status quo of, of golf. You know, that's what Liv are trying to do. And maybe for good, maybe for ill. That's that's a different debate. Uh, from a European point of view, it's a, it's a massive blow. To lose your Ryder Cup captain, someone who signed up, signed a contract that was designed to combat being poached by a rebel tour, a rival tour, if you want. And looking at potential replacements, well, they might go 
safe pair of hands, go Thomas Bjorn because he know what knows what's entailed. They could go back to the other candidates. I know Paul Laurie remains very keen. Luke Donald was the other candidate. So I would think it's between those three to take over from Stenson. Yeah, well, you you certainly expressed your your thoughts about Liv. I, I you you want I don't we don't need to take the time to debate whether it's for good or bad, but it just feels like this disruption isn't going to do the game of professional golf any good. Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward and master fifth grade math. I can't do this. It's impossible. Uh, not you, Dad. Your daughter. Staples will help her move forward. Ah, right. Right now Staples comp books and number two pencils are just 50 cents each. Plus, two pocket paper folders are only 25 cents each. Everything on your list at amazing prices. Staples, we're not going back. We're going forward to school. Ends 827 in store only limit 30. Hi, Tom Bodet here. Just back from the Bodet family reunion, and honestly, I'm a little baffled by my nephew. Last reunion, he was still bouncing on my knee. Now he's hitting his head on ceiling fans. Good thing they stayed at Motel 6, where there's comfy beds with plenty of room to stretch out on. And great low rates, because, you know, teenagers eating a week's worth of groceries for lunch. I'm Tom Bodet for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on. For you. Hey, Mike, what are you doing way up on that ladder? You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, I'm trying to unclog these gutters. That's smart. I had water damage from my gutters last year. It cost me ten grand. Yo, wait, $10,000? Yeah, and from over here, it looks like water's been pouring over your clogged gutters, and it's probably doing real damage to your foundation. You need to do what I did. Get off the ladder and call Leaf Filter. Yeah, but I need to get these gutters flowing now. That's why you need to call Leaf Filter. They'll clean and realign your gutters and install their exclusive micro-mesh screen system so nothing gets in your gutters except water. So Leaf Filter protects my house from damage and means no more gutter cleaning for me? Bingo! Plus Leaf Filter has an industry-leading lifetime warranty so your gutters are covered for life. Thanks, Frank. I'm calling Leaf Filter today. Don't go another day with your home unprotected. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com right now for an extra 15% savings. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com That's one 844 Leaf. Attention weekend gardeners, don't let insect pests destroy your hard work. Fight back with Maggie's Farm, created by pest control professionals. Maggie's Farm plant and mineral-based products provide amazingly effective insect control, like our 3-in-1 garden spray for organic gardening. Deadly on garden insects, but safe to use around children and pets. Maggie's Farm, lethal to bugs, easy on the planet. Now, for a limited time, get a free box of our patented no-spill and kill bait stations with purchase at greenbugkiller.com. That's greenbugkiller.com. At the United States Postal Service, we deliver with advanced technology and equipment so we can reach over 160 million addresses across the country. We're delivering for fingers, doers, movers, shakers, groundbreakers, future makers, innovators, trailblazers, disruptors, streamers, dreamers. So no matter what business you're in, we'll always be delivering for you. USPS, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com delivering. Well, it, time will tell on that. Maybe it will. Maybe it will lead to new, fresh ideas of, of how the sport should be showcased. That's what lives say that they're, they're all about. But we know that they're also all about softening the image of a country in, in Saudi Arabia that has uh, huge question marks over its human human rights record. And, and Henrik Stenson can now prepare himself for 
a barrage of uncomfortable questions about that because that's what everyone is getting. And, and, and so it should continue because that's, that's, you know, he's put himself in the firing line for that. Um, whether or not uh, it's, it's good for the game of golf, genuinely, none of us know. It might, it might lead to a, a, a better showcasing on the PGA Tour, on the European Tour, DP World Tour, as it's called now. It may lead to, um, you know, a, 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 a more, more competition for the, the biggest names and, and competition can, can be good. You know, I'm not saying you know, that they're a force for bad by any stretch of the imagination. But equally, I'm not saying they're a force for good. That's for, that's for us to find out. That's for people to judge. All I'm doing is outlining the, the, the arguments that are there and the fact that Henrik Stenson signed a contract, he was pledged to do a job, and he's turned his back on that. And Ryder Cup Europe has said, well, we can't have you as captain anymore. Yeah, big story for sure. Ian, thanks so much for joining us. Again, Ian Carter is uh, with the BBC. He's a golf correspondent and uh, also author of the book, The 150th Open, Celebrating Golf's Defining Championship. Uh, awesome. Uh, well done. Great great insights. And yeah, I guess a little over eight months from now, we'll see you in Augusta. Yeah, look, for, look forward to that. It's a long time to the next men's major, isn't it? <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, we've got some, some great women's stuff coming up and uh, a fascinating end to the year and let's face it we can't take our eyes off the golf scene right now I've never known a time like it yeah it is unbelievable Ian thanks so much all the best to you cheers guys thanks very much cheers Ian Carter BBC joining us here on Real Golf Radio now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper welcome back to the show Brian Taylor Bob Casper brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft family of golf balls. Better for the best, better for everyone. Check out CallawayGolf.com for more information. Time now for America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats. <laughs> and then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, the caddy joins us each and every week here on Real Golf Radio and excited to talk to him as we wrap up the 150th Open Championship at the Old Course. I know it was a special one for him as well. Caddy, it was uh, quite a finish. I'm not sure we saw anybody dropping 30 on that back nine on Sunday, huh? Pretty impressive stuff. I mean, uh, just great, great tournament to watch. Exciting. Came down, kind of down to the wire. Historic, uh, I not historic, but pretty awesome up and down on 17 mm. by Cam that just made it look easy and it's not easy. <laughs> so, pretty good stuff. Your, your overall thoughts of the week um, at the Open Championship, how the course played, um, and how, you know, going into that final round. To that final round. I think... Uh, it was good to see that it, it held up well. It wasn't the um, too easy thing that some people thought it might be. I think they probably had some pretty um, interesting pin placements to kind of make that happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, it definitely held up, which is good. That's the, that's the main thing I felt about takeaway from the course. Um, incredible weather week. How, how often is it that dry and that hot there? 
making the course play that short, et cetera. Um, kind of surprised to not see a road hole disaster. Usually you see one of those that factors in. And uh, we got a great up and down instead of a disaster. Um, but, yeah, overall, great stuff. Rory McIlroy proved that you can hit 18 greens and maybe walk away saying I didn't play that well. That's not often said. Yeah, pretty big but, greens, though, right? I mean, it was cl- it was proximity right. to the hole. I mean, we might as well transition to Rory because I, I, he was definitely the uh, the rooting favorite. He was the betting favorite as well. And, you know, looked like, he, you know, at one point in time, you know, he still had like a three-shot lead with like ten holes to play. He kind of thought, you know, this was this was he was going to do it. it. It all seemed to set up for him, and yet we just talked to Ian Carter, and, and he was mentioning that same thing. You know, it was all it was right there for him. It was his moment. It was his week, and it just didn't materialize for him. Yeah, he missed a couple putts that were certainly very missable putts. It wasn't like he was missing three, four, five, six, seven footers. He was missing eight to fifteen footers that he could have made. But you got to make one or two of those. And of course, if he had it, it might have been a different story. And he just didn't make any of them. And Cam Smith, in the meanwhile, made all of them <laughs> on the back. Cam Smith is an impressive putter. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess the best one since Tiger. Mm. I don't know who's better, who's better since Tiger than Cam. Might be somebody that good, but I'm not even sure about that. He's pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah, pretty, cra- pretty crazy to think that Rory, like you said, we're talking about putting. Rory had 36 putts and shot two under par. Um, one was a, a par five where he two putted for birdie, and the other one was a par four where he two putted for birdie. Pretty crazy that that's all he could muster up, especially going to that back nine. And he hit his long putts really well. He, distance and reads were good. It just was a weird day for him, I guess. It's just a weird day. He didn't he didn't um, go out and lose the tournament at all. Um, but he you know, somebody plays that well, you gotta go out and win it too. Yeah. Um, and he just he just didn't do that. But I guess uh, look um, another thing you gotta understand is clearly at St Andrews you need to fear the mullet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Ninety five and this year, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking next time the Open's there, go for it, right? Why not? I mean, can't hurt to just grow a mullet for a week. I don't know that you can grow for a week, but maybe I was going to say hair extension or something. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, my wife could help with that. I don't know, I don't know if the fake mullet is going to bring the same mm. grubby top. But yeah. All right. Yeah, the Open Championship champion champion golfer of the year. So let me ask you something about the golf course because uh, we just talked a little bit with Ian Carter about this. My, my thought is is that I, I really didn't care how low they were going. Like, that didn't bother me. I wasn't one of those that was sitting back going, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that this major championship, the 150th Open, is going to be decided on a golf course this short and easy. I, didn't, I never felt that way. Uh, in fact, it just felt like, you know, who was going to shoot the lowest score and hit these amazing putts and creative chip shots. And, you know, all it just was it was so entertaining to me. The thought never occurred to me that, oh, man, this this course is not worthy of these guys. And I guess maybe Augusta's that way when, you know, when you see him make that charge on the back night, it's exciting. It's thrilling. And it doesn't have to be just grueling hard, I guess, is my point in order to be 
entertaining and exciting and worthy of the champion. What what are your thoughts on those comments, especially as it relates to the old course? Agreed completely. It was, you never really thought that this course is too easy or it's a, it's different than a birdie fest when you're just sticking it in there and the greens are soft and it, it's just way different than that. It's uh, it, it was, it was great. But never had any idea that there was anything wrong with the golf course mm. and totally different than you can get the open, say Carnoustie, the Carnoustie open with Vandeveld and, and um, Paul Ari and all the rough that year, completely different way. And that's the cool thing about the open championship is I don't think they really care what the score is. They just go yeah. play the golf course in there for a billion years, the way it's always been. Maybe they grow the rough a little more sometimes, but often it's the weather that dictates how that rough is for the championship. It's, it's sort of like just let nature be nature. Just put the sign up. This is the open championship and go play it, which yeah. is pretty cool. And they don't yeah. care if it's 25 or 25 over. They really don't care. It's yeah. what it is. You, Pretty cool. Do you think, Caddy, do you think that uh, having Victor Hovland in the final group with Rory McIlroy and him kind of struggling that last round could have done something to uh, to kind of hold McIlroy back a little bit? Yeah, mm. there's always group. Group momentum is a big deal. And Cam Smith and, you know, the, the family Cam. Um, the family Cam. That, yeah, they they definitely it doesn't hurt to to, to have the group momentum going. And Hovland just kinda had you know just kinda had a scratchy round and and I think those two guys were the only guys in the top whatever, um, ten, fifteen, eighteen who didn't shoot under seventy. Um, so that that's that happens though. That happens. There's definitely something to be said for group momentum. Mm. Um, it is a factor a lot of the time. Interesting. Yeah. So we are we blaming Victor for no, 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 not at all. Did, not at all. I don't I think he did him any that. favors. That's what that's yeah. what Bob and I have mentioned. I just wanted to get that kind of idea of what that momentum and 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 stuff is like when you know you're playing really really well and then all of a sudden you get into a group where your competitor who who had been playing well and you were tied with really has a tough day and it kind of holds you back a little bit. Yeah, it, it, you definitely can feed off of somebody else playing well because you're hearing really solid shots. You're seeing a lot of good shots. It's, it, it gets in your psyche a little bit to, to kind of pull you along. But there's plenty of examples of guys who, who shot a great round and the guy they played with didn't play any good at all. Yeah. There's plenty of that. And uh, it might be interesting to see what the stats are on that. Momentum, you know, how often does one of the players play well and the other two not, or how often do all three guys not play? That would be kind of, I don't know if anybody's ever compiled that, mm. that. but is there anything that would be an interesting thing to, to figure out? But that's for people who have a lot of patience. Caddy joining us here on real golf radio. Hey, we got a couple of minutes left. Um, this week also the, coming out of the Open Championship, more live uh, defectors, I guess, if you want to say, or more players have chosen live, including the European Ryder Cup captain, Henrik Stenson. Uh, it, it feels it feels like, uh, you know, they keep plucking these names, and they're big names for certain reasons, like Henrik being the Ryder Cup captain. 
But they also continue to be, I guess, except in Jason Kokrak's case, really not too relevant in in today's game. Uh, as far as the new guys, I realize They're some of forty the, somethings though. Yeah, what's your what's your what's your thoughts on as this continues to as the live goes round? That's a really good question because I was thinking about that. Why? Um, let's consider that Notre Dame and NBC are negotiating a deal right now, which would be seventy five million dollars contract for Notre Dame football. I don't see Dustin Johnson bringing in twice as many eyeballs to a live tournament as Notre Dame football does. Mm. So how is, I, I don't, the, the value there is just, the valuations are crazy. First of all, that's just, there's almost no way to even subjectively say they're not. Um, they don't make any sense. Um, as far as Stenson goes, I don't understand that at all. You're bringing number 174 in, which is going to dilute. If you do get world ranking points, it's going to make your field significantly weaker. And it's going to hurt the guys who are trying to get in the majors. So why are you bringing 174 in? And maybe you're doing it just to stick, stick a, put a stick, poke a stick in the, in the Ryder Cup's eye. But let's consider this. Um, he's going to get replaced as captain. It's a year till the Ryder Cup. Nobody's going to remember he was captain unless someone brings it up. And none of the guys playing on the live right now would be on the Ryder Cup team if it was next week. None of them. I mean, I don't think Paul Casey would. He's the highest ranked one, but not playing that well. And he's injured all the time. So mm. it's not going to affect the Ryder Cup team. It's not going to affect the captaincy. So I don't really get... I don't really get it other than it just sounds like a story for the day. Mm. I don't think it's a story after today at all. So I don't, and, and to me, if I was looking at the live thinking, okay, everybody talks about how important it is to get the majors through the live and get more ranking points. Why are, why are 79% of your guys ranked outside of the top hundred? That's going to be, that's going to hurt you when you have world ranking points. It's, it's not going to be a strong field. So I don't get the strategy. Mm. Well, a lot of questions still remain for sure. Caddy, we're up against it, but uh, great insights. We'll continue this discussion next week, shall we? Yes, sir. There you go. That's the Caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Great as always. Stay tuned. We'll wrap up our number one next. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. 
That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, thanks again to the caddy for joining us here on Real Golf Radio, Ian Carter. Before that, I'll tell you, if you missed any part of this hour, and it was fantastic, you can catch us uh, at Real Golf on Twitter or download us where your favorite podcasts are found. We'll post the interviews and the show in its entirety there for you. In the meantime, thanks for joining us. we got a great back nine, hour number two still to come. Our conversation with the Fire Pit Collective creator, Matt Janella, who spent a couple of weeks Living out a golf fantasy for most of us. <laughs> Playing in the J.P. McManus uh, Invitational. I mean, how cool, pro-am, that was super cool. And yep. then to be staying right there outside the old course, the Russick's Hotel, and everything that they experienced. Boy, he, he paints a picture and tells a story like you would expect for someone who created the Fire Pit Collective. Matt Janella joins us on the back nine. Stay tuned. That's next. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. You 
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Biden has been diagnosed with COVID-19, according to the White House. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi acknowledges the news during her weekly press conference. I understand that the symptoms are light. I hope they continue to be so. That was my experience. And uh, I hope that that's the case uh, for the president. The president is fully vaccinated and twice boosted. Biden is expected to continue working remotely while he is isolating. Claims for unemployment benefits are back above a quarter of a million. The Labor Department saying 251,000 Americans filed first-time claims last week. That's a jump of 7,000 from the previous week's total, which didn't have to be revised. The Senate Banking Committee is holding a hearing to discuss the costs of rising housing prices. This is USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-230-2777. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you. All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-230-2777. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-230-2777. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-230-2777. 800-230-2777. Two men are found guilty in a dangerous smuggling case in Texas. From the USA Radio News West Coast News Bureau, Lance Pry has the details. Two Texas men were indicted Wednesday in connection with the heat-related death of 53 migrants who were found inside a tractor trailer in San Antonio last month. A federal grand jury in San Antonio indicted 46-year-old Umero Zamorano and 28-year-old Christian Martinez. The two face up to 20 years in prison if convicted on all charges. More than 100 million Americans are under heat warnings as temperatures soar into the triple digits across the United States Thursday. Boston, New York, and Washington, D.C. will all roast into the 90s. Meantime, daily record highs are expected in Texas, Louisiana, and Arkansas. Triple-digit temperatures are forecast across much of the south-central United States, with Memphis, Kansas City, and Dallas all reaching over 100. USA Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-296-1251. 800-296-1251. That's 800-296-1251. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Former Vice President Mike Pence spoke in support of the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade on Wednesday at Florence Baptist Temple in South Carolina. Pence is calling for all states to ban abortion. We must resolve that we will not rest, we will not relent, until the sanctity of life is restored to the center of American law in every state in the nation. Tragedy strikes a military base in Georgia. 
One U.S. Army Reserve soldier has died after a lightning strike at Fort Gordon in Georgia. A base spokesperson has confirmed nine other soldiers were injured in the strike. As thunderstorms sweep through the area, the lightning hit training area 26. Georgia is the 10th, ranks 10th in the 50 states as far as the number of lightning injuries and deaths. About 150 miles east of Atlanta, Fort Gordon is home to 80,000 people, including 16,000 service members and their families. For the USA Radio News Los Angeles Bureau, I'm Ellie Andrews. The supply of Russian gas to Europe has resumed in the Nord Stream pipeline. The Wall Street Journal says natural gas started flowing again Thursday through the biggest single pipeline from Russia to Germany. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Well, we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the 10th tee? On to the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the tenth hole. Here's Brian and Bob. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, Bob and I, we always hit it down the middle. No big deal. Thanks for joining us here. It's the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. We're looking back at the 150th Open at the old course. Kind of wishing we were there, but you know what? Who was there? Matt Janella. <laughs> oh, man. This guy. You know, some people say, oh, what a great life you live. Uh, Matt Janella pretty much trumps all of that. Yeah. Especially right now. Oh, he's got a good. You know, it was interesting. The first time I met him was at, it was in Morocco. Yeah. And he had sent out a tweet or something that said, hey, anybody going to Morocco can kind of give me some information about it. And so I started messaging back and forth with him and he ended up putting me on the morning show on Golf Channel um, when they were doing morning drive and that kind of thing. And we built up this, you know, we started talking and stuff like that. But he's been over there many, many times since that point, just by invitation of Prince Moulay Rashid for like their big. Um, they have a movie festival and they have like uh, parties around the new year and that kind of stuff. He's experienced all of that. But I think this this one that he was able to go to there, the gala, I think it was next level. 
Well, he's going to tell us about it next, and I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be super cool. Um, you know, hear, hearing from him, giving us the insights. He's going. He's going to make you want to put together a buddy trip like ASAP if you already oh, yeah. don't want to, right? Right. Everybody wants to throw that out. Old course or Augusta? Right. Those are the two sort of crowns, right? Of the so which one? And and then I got to thinking to morph it in. If you could play, if you could become an honorary member the rest of your Ooh. life Ooh. at Augusta National, play anytime you want, or you could play. All of the courses on Long Island and the Hamptons, anytime you want the rest of your life. Which one are you taking? Well, I think if you were honorary member at Augusta, you could probably play. No, all the no, ones no. In the that's not too. part of the rules, Bob. <laughs> Don't you, you? You know what you just did there? You did the genie three wishes and you wished for more wishes. You can't do that. You're going to ever play Long Island or you're going to play Augusta. That's the time for another show, but ponder that one because uh, uh, that, that one would be tough. A whole rota of courses. Oh, man. Uh, I would take Long Island. I'm sorry. I take Long Island. All right, Matt Janelle is coming up next. Uh, we, we got so much to get to. There's so many news. Anyway, can't wait for Matt. Stay tuned. This is Real Golf Radio. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. If your friends are using Mr. Clean Clean Freak Spray, you won't find grease on their stovetop or soap scum in their bathtub or tomato sauce splatter in there. Uh, why are you looking at my microwave? No reason. Clean Freak is different than other spray cleaners. Its innovative spray nozzle delivers a powerful deep cleaning mist that starts working on contact, easily breaking down tough messes in seconds. Mr. Clean Clean Freak. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, These factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year, you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward and build that papier-mâché volcano. I am not cleaning this up. Ooh, yeah, I meant the kids. Staples will help them move forward. Right now, Crayola 10-count markers and 12-count colored pencils are just 99 cents each. And Staples one-subject notebooks are only 35 cents. Everything on your list at amazing prices. Staples, we're not going back. We're going forward to school. Ends 827 in-store, only limit 30. Right now, you deserve the network more people rely on. That's why we're introducing Welcome Unlimited for just $30 a line per month for four lines with auto pay plus taxes and fees. Our best priced unlimited plan ever. Did he say $30? Yep, $30 a line for the whole family. The network you want, the price you love. Switch to Verizon today. Paper-free billing required. Unlimited 5G nationwide 4G LTE. In times of congestion, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. All smartphone lines on the account must be on Welcome Unlimited and are eligible only for select promotions. Includes domestic talk, text, and data usage only. Data roaming at 2G speeds. Here at Total Wine & More, you'll love what you find, especially our totally low prices. I'm firing up the grill for burgers and want to impress the neighbors. This bourbon has a smoky flavor that'll go great with your grilling. Nice! Wow, and look at that price. Well done. I prefer medium rare. <laughs> your neighbors will love it. Love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Pickup and delivery available at TotalWine.com. Drink responsibly, B21. Wendy's nose cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day. And all night. Until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that 
potato skin. Wendy's Hot and Crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Hot and Crispy Fries. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. And you know what? A guy that is living the dream right now, and good for him, uh, self-made, and is just living it up and doing a great job. Fire Pit Collective, you know him from formerly the Golf Channel. Matt Janella joining us right now as he's returned from a whirlwind trip across the pond. Matt, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. As always, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you here. And I meant what I said. It's so cool to see that you jumped off, did something that, that, that you wanted to do, and you built a team up. And what you guys are doing with Fire Pit Collective is awesome. And I would, I would think that what you did last couple of weeks uh, over there in Scotland and Ireland was uh, kind of the culmination of all of that, huh? It sure, it sure felt like it. I, I gotta be honest with you, you guys. I mean, and, and, and you know, as well, this game gives us so much, right? The, the relationships and the moments yeah. and the memories yeah. and the, and the camaraderie, uh, you know, uh, I, I just, you know, overwhelmed, uh, you know, I'm still processing a lot of, a lot of the people I saw, the conversations I was able to have, the opportunities I got to participate in, uh, it just was one after the next, after the next. And, and I, you know, you know what I think of Ireland and certainly what I think of uh, Scotland and specifically yeah. St. Andrews and the 150th playing of the open and old Tom Moore's. I, I did a four part series on kind of an homage to old Tom and got time with his great, great granddaughter who still lives in the flat and was looking out the window the same window he looked at as he watched, you know, the action going on at the 18th green and the first tee of the old course at St. Andrews. I mean, all of that, yeah, it's it just, you know, I got to be at a dare man and JP McManus pro-am and, and, and participate in that, which was like the Augusta of, of the, of Europe and, and, you know, inside the ropes, hitting shots in front of 40,000 people as an eight handicap. That, that was silly. Like no one, no one should have to watch me play that many shots of golf, but I mean, it, it just one thing after the next and, and to be surrounded by the team we have here at Fire Pit Collective with, you know, these are colleagues that go back to Sports Illustrated with me, the Michael Bambergs and Alan Shipnucks and, and, you know, to be able to do all of that with them at that, you know, the home of golf was super special. Really, it really was. So let's start with the Dare Manor. I mean, yeah. I, I want to talk to you about the Open, but that I was following <laughs> you on social, and that looked pretty dang. Like, if if golf threw a party, that was a that was it. What was it like being there? Yeah, it was it was literally like being, as I said, in, in one situation, like it would be like going to the Masters, which is so special and beautiful and spectacular and a spectacle, and and that field that JP McManus had has assembled there with, you know, including, you know, I don't know, something like 26 or 27 of the top 30 players, something ridiculous in terms of the field he had. And, and then being able to play in that, you know, it would be like going to the master's first team and someone's, you know, the starter saying, Hey, if you got your clubs, uh, you're welcome to join. You, you, you can play today. You can you play, the, play the masters. And you'd be like, uh, what? I mean, so that, that's what it felt like. I was, you know, um, it, you know, that backdrop of the, of the manor at Adair Manor that, that, that JP McManus has poured a lot of money into. He, 
you know, he grew up in Limerick, right outside the right outside the the the, the fences, the, the gates of the Adair Manor, and went on to be talk about self made billionaire, and um, and and bought the Adair Manor and put a bunch, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars into not only the golf course but the but the facility itself. It's it's you know you wouldn't go to Ireland to play Parkland golf. But if you go to Ireland and miss Adair Manor, you're, you're making a mistake. You know, you'd, you'd want to play Lahanch and Tralee and Waterville and you go down to Old Head and Bally Bunyan, of course. But on your way in or out, um, you need to find Adair Manor and swing through there and either stay a night if it's a special occasion with your, you know, with significant other uh, or, or stop through there for a round of golf on your way in and out of Shannon or, or Dublin because it's just one of the most special experiences I've ever had in all of my travels is my wife likes to say it's now on a scale of, 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 you know, one to a dare. Where do you, where do you rank <laughs> a dare is, is the top of the scale. I love that. I love that. You know, uh, Matt, I first met you when we went over to Morocco and uh, it's pretty fun to go over there and be able to experience the galas and, and those types of things that they have there. But I'll tell you what, they talked about this gala, 1300 people there. What was that like? It was, it was, you know, it was, it was amazing. In fact, I heard, I heard 2,000 people. I mean, it was, it was in a temporary tent that looked like it had been, you know, looked like it had been built for, you know, for a hundred years. I mean, the, 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 the and they, they had, you know, I don't know who these bands were, but they were like, you know, top level Irish bands that everybody was, you know, going crazy over. It just wasn't, just wasn't on my radar, but I mean, the, the, the inner tiger got up and spoke. Rory got up and spoke. Uh, JP McManus got up and spoke. I mean, it was, you know, when JP does something, it's so far uh, above and beyond anything you've ever seen. You know, it is like, it is like, you know, uh, Morocco, Bob. It's like, yeah. it is, it is, you know, it's, it's when you, you know, for the Royal family to be that in love with the game of golf in Morocco, you know, the game benefits, the game wins. Mm-hmm. You, we, we, you get to see how much uh, of their resources they're putting behind the game of golf. And they spare no expense to make sure that whoever makes that trip uh, leaves feeling like, wow, that was something special. Well, that's, that's exactly what it was, but it was just Irish style. Matt Janella joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Okay, so then you have to slum it over to St. Andrews for the 150th <laughs> Open. And, and uh, stay at Rustic. <laughs> some of the pictures were epic. You guys were you guys didn't look like you were having any fun at all. Just kind of for people that haven't visited, Bob and I spent some time there and uh you know during the 2005 uh Open which was which was amazing, Jack waving goodbye and all of that was I mean it's so special. Just kind of paint the vibe of what what it was like there that week in and around the town and the tournament it was you know you know you go to a pj merchandise show and you can't help but like take five steps without bumping into somebody from the industry who you've either known forever or you know need to know or should know and and so take that take the sort of intimacy or the kind of connection points of the pj merchandise show and then plop it into the the home of golf and then set it into the setting of St. Andrews and the, the, the playing of the 150th open and then, you know, have it be at, you know, the, the old course hotel or, or the Jigger Inn or the, 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 the deck of the Rustics hotel or the, the porch of the Hamilton hall or, you know, I mean, it, that, that's what it was. It was like all of that happening. And then you have the non pretentiousness and kind of the lack of the anxiety or angst of, 
of like a typical U.S. crowd, you know, sporting event where people are yelling and clamoring and pushing and security guards are, are, are you know, fighting back. The crowd. It, it's so, it, it, there's such less stress and anxiety and energy over there compared to here. There's so much more, uh, there's a, uh, there's a calmness and a, and a respect about kind of the players. Like they, people aren't roping things off and saying, you can't do it. They're actually allowing you to cross in between, you know, when the player crosses, then you can cross and the caddy will cross and then you can cross. Like they don't, hold back until the sign bearer crosses. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, it's just so much more of a relaxed atmosphere. Yeah. And there's, it, there's, it, it, it's, it's just much more of a courteous crowd. I don't know how to exp- explain it other than to say that it just feels so much more at ease. And, you know, at the end, like I walked right down the middle of the 18th fair. I went from the Jigger Inn, up to meet some friends, um, you know, at, at a bar near the, the seafood restaurante. So the, the, the straightest route was right down, you know, past the 18th tee, right up the 18th fairway and then out behind the 18th green. And I was with a couple of guys and the sun had gone down we were walking down and we're like, well, screw it. We'll just walk down the, you know, we'll walk down the middle of the fairway. And we did, yeah. <laughs> you know, if we were at Augusta, then we would, we'd still be in jail. I mean, we would have been pinned down and we, we, you know, we, we probably wouldn't be able to get out. I mean, it, 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 like, and, and the, the security guard came over and he was like walking towards us. Like, Oh, uh, oh, we're in trouble now. And, and, and in fact, I said, I said, Oh man, sorry. We're just, we're just, he goes, Oh, it's okay. You need any help? And I was like, well, actually, do you mind taking our photo? He goes, sure. No problem. <laughs> the security, guard, the security guard took our photo in the middle of the 18th fairway with the, you know, with the, the Royal and ancient behind it. It was amazing. That's so cool. Matt Janella joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, Matt, hang on. we got to take a quick break. When we come back, want to get your thoughts on the Open, and we might have to ask you about Liv as well. Stay tuned. Matt Janella continues next right here on Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember... They can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. 
Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800 245 9187. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, looking back at the 150th Open Championship. And we continue now with our guest, Matt Janella from the Fire Pit Collective. Your thoughts, overall thoughts of the Open Championship and how it played out. Wow, Cameron Smith, what a great final round, and especially that 30 on the back nine. It was cool. I, I, I think if you're if you're able to detach from the idea of like, oh, it needs to be around par for this to be a major, or you know, uh, when you have Lynx Golf and when you have the old course that's been around for so long, and you have the modern technology and and the modern you know athlete, and you have no elements, right? You had no weather elements to to speak of. I mean, if there was a breeze, it was so minimal that it really did not play a factor, and. Um, and you're able to sort of just appreciate the artistry and the imagination that, that this elite field was utilizing to try to play this open championship and just enjoy it. I, I, I loved every second of it. And at the end of the day with that, with that leaderboard and with some of the best players in the game atop that leaderboard, to me, it like that checks the boxes of, of that. This is still a relevant venue that this still was, you know, a place where we could have, you know, call this the 150th open championship and feel very good about it. And I think at the end of the day, Cam Smith is not only one of the best ball strikers, but he certainly is the best putter in the game right now. And you had Rory, you know, you, you drive here. This is the classic example of, you know, drive for show, putt for dough, you know, drive, drive for show and putt for the, for the, for the, for the, for the cup. I mean, that's, that's what happened. That's what, that's what played out. And Cam Smith coming from behind and having that aggressive, you know, I, you know, nothing to lose mentality ended up beating Rory's defensive kind of, I'll hit every fairway and hit every green. But at the end of the day, if you're not making putts, you're going to lose the tournament. And he did. 
Yeah. Uh, and look, Cam Smith was remarkable and he looks to be a rising star, but at least on this side of the pond and it felt like there as well, Rory was certainly the favorite, everybody pulling for him. What was that like? And, and how do you feel Rory will come out of this one? It definitely was, you know, and I, I think if you read Alan Shipnuck's game story on firepitcollective.com, he did a great job of kind of summarizing the amount of energy that Rory had behind him, and that Cam really kind of stole this one, right? He stole it from Rory. This was Rory. This is this was going to be the one where Rory was going to put an exclamation point on his legacy and career. You know, to hold the jug and have that, you know, have that be at the home of golf, the 150th playing. Given all that's going on between the Breakaway League and Live and the PGA Tour, and Rory being the face of the PGA Tour. And, and the baton passing of Tiger coming up on Friday from the 18th tee through the 18th fairway is Rory going down one. Uh, this was this was the moment, and he didn't get it done again. And and I think Rory's doing a nice job of spinning the positive of 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 his season and where he's at in his career at his age. Uh, but this is this is more baggage. This is definitely more baggage for Rory to continue to that to you know, carry along as he, as he moves through now kind of the second half of his career, he's going to have to continue to try to deal with the idea of he got it done early and often in his career, but he's struggling to get it done at the majors uh, when it really matters. And uh, this, this one this one is going to hurt and sting for a long time. Mm. Well, Matt, uh, you mentioned live, so I, I I don't want we I don't want to take too much of your time, but just from your sense, what did it feel like? How what what kind of tensions or lack thereof was there last week uh, when you were around regarding live? I, I felt like tensions were a lot higher at Adair because again, this was kind of the first time, with the exception of the PGA, this was the first time the, the U.S. Open. This was the first time that this group of 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 guys was, was getting together in an intimate setting. And there was general concern that there might be, you know, like fisticuffs. There's been so much personal wow. attacks from one side to the other that there was the idea that at any given moment, uh, at any given time on the range or, or somewhere else, that someone could say something and, and it, it could, it could happen. And it didn't, uh, to the players' credit, I think, and out of respect to J.P. McManus, it was like, let's put this aside. And I think the same thing happened at the Open Championship where I think uh, everybody knows who is a member of LIV and who's not. It's definitely a segregated uh, section of, of competitors, and you'll see LIV guys hanging out and you'll see tour players hanging out, but you won't see them congregating. You know, I think... Joaquin Neiman actually stayed with Paul Casey and their op- opposite ends of, of the, of, of kind of the way this is breaking out. And I think they, they, they're, you know, they, they don't have any issues. I, I think there's the fact that it's gotten so personal is a little weird to me, to be yeah. honest with you. The fact that players are taking this personally and it's not just about respecting the idea that players are making their own decisions based on where they're at with their own careers and with their own sensibilities and their own decisions. Like I, I, I think, I think everybody's making decisions, you know, on a regular basis about their life and their career. And, and I think it's a little weird that players are taking it so personally, honestly, um, and attacking each other. Um, it, it uh, after having spent three weeks now embedded 
in this whole process and really listening to players as to why they are or aren't going to go to live or why it is or isn't a good decision for them and their careers and where they're at. I just have a lot more kind of empathy towards, you know, uh, the idea that, I don't know, it's each person's decision about where they're at in their life and career. And, um, and I, and I really, I don't, I, 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 and again, I've said this on podcasts uh, that we've done throughout the last couple of weeks. Look, I, I'm not pro Saudi Arabia. I don't, I've never really liked Greg Norman. I don't, I don't like what he stands for represents. Uh, I lost, you know, I lost a friend in nine 11, but at the same time, you know, uh, the politics of it all seems to just not work for me. I, I don't, I, I'm not looking to PGA tour players to be sort of the face of what is kind of, you know, the moral rights and wrongs of what's happening in the world. You know, we got our president going over and trying to negotiate gas prices out here, but there's a lot of businesses that we do a regular business with, uh, wherever we are and who we are, who does business with Saudi Arabia. There's, you know, we've got our own problems with our own country with, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, these, these guys are golfing, you know, Paul Casey says, Hey, I'm about to be 45. I got a bad back. I've grown up every day of my life looking to try to make my next paycheck playing the game of golf. They're offering me a big paycheck to continue to extend my career. Whereas uh, on the PGA tour, European tour, I might not be, well, Graham McDowell's about to lose his PGA tour card. Like I can see it for them guys. Like I can see why this, this makes sense to them. And, and I can see why it doesn't make sense to, to, uh, you know, uh, any number of younger players on the PGA tour, you know, that, you know, Justin Thomas or Jordan speed, I get it. I get it on both sides. Like, and I think that, that, you know, the PGA tour players have never been able to actually test the marketplace of what their value is besides kind of the, the occasional endorsement deal, which never really actually is a number other than maybe the top three to five players to make a difference in their lives. Um, and, and I think, to be able, the PGA Tour has, has gotten away with a lot for a long time, kind of controlling these brands, these players, these careers, monopolizing in a sense professional golf. And if there's a if there's a breakaway league that's happening now that allows for the tour to take an inward look at themselves to say maybe we do need to make some adjustments to our product and the presentation of the product and and the, and loosen up some of these licensing agreements with these individuals who are building their own brands in, in a, in a modern media way. You know what? I'm all for it. I, I want to let it see it all play out. Let it see it play out legally. Let's see it play out for, for the individuals. And I think at the end, a year from now, three years from now, five years from now, I think we'll be better off from a professional standpoint. I do. Mm. Well, I appreciate that perspective. I guess I'm, I'm struggling and I, with with you mentioned Paul Casey with the bad back, Graham McDowell about to lose his tour card. So I, I again, I'm happy for them individually that they're going to be able to get paid. I just don't understand the business model of those are the guys that are going to be your tour. Like I don't, I don't I guess I don't understand. It seems like they're overpaying for it. So if you just go back to straight business, it feels like you're overpaying for that that player, that commodity, if you will. Uh, so how do you build a tour on forty somethings whose backs are about to go out? Yeah, no, I, I, I get that too. I, I honestly, I understand that side because, because quite frankly, you know, none of it really makes any kind of business sense. This goes back 30 years. Greg Norman has some double chips on both shoulders <laughs> over the relationships he's had with Tim yep. Pinchman and the PGA Tour and stealing the concept of the world golf 
you know, world golf championships. And if you could go back and, you know, Paul Casey sent me an article that if you subbed out a couple names, the way that reads 30 years ago, this was happening. This almost exact same fight and battle was happening 30 years ago. And it's now resurfaced in the form of, of, of the live tour. And, and in the Saudis, Norman has a partner with, with unlimited funds. So right. how do you compete with that? My point is, is that, okay, if the champions tour had lowered its age to 44 or 42 several years ago, would we be in this position? Mm. If the PGA tour was more open to having mixed events or team events or more creative uh, ways that, 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 that supplement some of these smaller tour events to make them more interesting, if they were able to incorporate the top female players into some of the events way back when, if, if they, if they listen to the idea that the president's cup has been struggling for years and years and never really has hit as, as something that people are really interested in and, and decided to make that something more interesting several years ago, would we be in this position? My point is, is that this is finally something that lights a fire under the tour to say, Hey guys, you're just sitting, you're resting on your laurels. Always, as always, appreciate the opportunity and uh, love catching up, guys. Look forward Thanks, to uh, seeing you ever in San Diego. Let's play the goat. We're we're uh, go. we're anxious to do it. We're, we'll we'll come find you, Matt Janella, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year, you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward and master fifth grade math. I can't do this. It's impossible. Uh, not you, Dad. Your daughter. Staples will help her move forward. Ah, right. Right now, Staples comp books and number two pencils are just 50 cents each. Plus, two pocket paper folders are only 25 cents each. Everything on your list at amazing prices. Staples, we're not going back. We're going forward to school. Ends 827 in store. Only limit 30. Hi, Tom Bodette here, just back from the Bodette family reunion, and honestly, I'm a little baffled by my nephew. Last reunion, he was still bouncing on my knee. Now he's hitting his head on ceiling fans. Good thing they stayed at Motel 6, where there's comfy beds with plenty of room to stretch out on, and great low rates, because, you know, teenagers eating a week's worth of groceries for lunch. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Hey, Mike, what are you doing way up on that ladder? You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, I'm trying to unclog these gutters. That's smart. I had water damage from my gutters last year. It cost me ten grand. Yo, wait, $10,000? Yeah, and from over here, it looks like water's been pouring over your clogged gutters, and it's probably doing real damage to your foundation. You need to do what I did. Get off the ladder and call Leaf Filter. Yeah, but I need to get these gutters flowing now. That's why you need to call Leaf Filter. They'll clean and realign your gutters and install their exclusive micro-mesh screen system so nothing gets in your gutters except water. So Leaf Filter protects my house from damage and means no more gutter cleaning for me? Bingo! Plus Leaf Filter has an industry-leading lifetime warranty so your gutters are covered for life. Thanks, Frank. I'm calling Leaf Filter today. Don't go another day with your home unprotected. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com right now for an extra 15% savings. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com That's one 844 Leaf. Attention weekend gardeners, don't let insect pests destroy your hard work. Fight back with Maggie's Farm, created by pest control professionals. Maggie's Farm plant and mineral-based products provide amazingly effective insect control, like our 3-in-1 garden spray for organic gardening. Deadly on garden insects, but safe to use around children and pets. Maggie's Farm, lethal to bugs, easy on the planet. Now, for a limited time, get a free box of our patented no-spill and kill bait stations with purchase at greenbugkiller.com. That's greenbugkiller.com. 
At the United States Postal Service, we deliver with advanced technology and equipment so we can reach over 160 million addresses across the country. We're delivering for thinkers, doers, movers, shakers, groundbreakers, future makers, innovators, trailblazers, disruptors, streamers, dreamers. So no matter what business you're in, we'll always be delivering for you. USPS, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com delivering. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. And this segment is brought to you by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com for this all-inclusive one. I mean, this is an amazing resort. You've got a Tom Weisskopf Championship golf course. uh, Partial uh, opening this fall. You've got a hotel that's being built. You've got residential villages. You're going to have shops, restaurants, uh, walking trails, hiking trails, biking trails, pickleball, pools, spa. I mean, this thing is going to be unbelievable. This is a one-stop shop, something like Southern Utah has never seen, and terrific weather there in St. George. Check it out. There are exclusive real estate opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com. All right, again, thanks to Matt Janella. How good was that? Yeah. I mean, the guy is living out the golf life dream. And and you remember when we first started the show, we had a little golf life segment mm-hmm. where we used to do features on automobiles and watches and uh, destinations and all that type of thing. It, it was fun, right? Because I think yeah. there are, there, there, the culture around the game to me is sometimes as fun as playing in the competition, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just think back on, some of the people that we've had the opportunity to meet over the years yep. because of the show and, and really a lot because of you and your dad and, and, uh, and, and those types of things. But, but golf is this, this, this thread that kind of connects so many different people together. Yeah. And you find yourself exploring all these different places. I mean, you think about going to Michigan, yep. would we have booked a trip just to go to Michigan if there was, if there wasn't golf up there? No, and and part of the reason we went to Michigan was because of Matt Janella. That's true. He recommended Forest Dunes. Yeah, yeah, he did. As a great buddy golf destination, absolutely. So my point is, is there's no there's no surprise. Black Desert is doing what they're doing in St. George. Mm-hmm. St. George is a popular place to go. It doesn't have enough infrastructure from a golf standpoint or hotels and otherwise to handle all the traffic down there, and so Black Desert's there. Right. It's it's coming. It's being built. Yep. So it's going to be tremendous. There's those kinds of things. My, my point is, is there's it takes you to places that you might otherwise go. I loved all the history with the old course. Mm-hmm. And they kept talking about how St. Andrews came to be and the meaning of the old course and how it changed from pilgrimage to, you know, see Andrews remains or pay homage to, to Andrew. Right. To suddenly becoming a golf destination. Mm hmm. And and now look what it's become. And it's uh, not only a historical, but a golf and a historical golf uh, setting. So uh, love that we had the opportunity to go there. We yep. need to schedule a time to go back because it's just phenomenal. Now, uh, to his comments there that he made around live, look, this might be a good point in time. We haven't tried to focus too much on that this week. But uh, what were your thoughts on, on, on how he 
could understand for a lot of these players why they were doing it, whether he agrees with it or not. Uh, yeah. And whether and he wasn't to say that it was going to be good or bad, but he did have the sense that at some point in time in the future that all of this would, in, when it comes out of the wash, it will make professional golf better. Now, that is a take I haven't heard a lot of. Well, and, and I think, I don't know if he meant it from the standpoint that it will make, it will make, the DP world tour and the PGA tour step up their game a little bit more. They've been kind of sedentary for a while. So yes, it will make the game better. Not that LIV is around, but that LIV is using the leverage to push the game to get better. Um, which is kind of what Phil Mickelson said from the get go. Um, but the interesting thing to me is that, I, I totally understand where he's coming from with the players and why they're why they're doing it. You know the financial opportunities, um, the everything. What gets me the most though is that a player in one comment can say, "No, you know it's not going to make a difference to me the amount of money and that kind of thing," and the next time they go, they uh, they basically have lied and. All the reasons that they're giving after they make the switch are not valid reasons anyway. Mm. Yeah, well, there's a, the, obviously there's the the Saudi connection, right? Which right. you know is that philosophically is tough, morally it's tough right. uh, for so many people to swallow. That that's 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 the one thing. But again, I don't, and I don't mean to say to brush it aside that it's not important. Obviously, it, it's a major thing. But when you start looking at it, I, I don't quite get. The values of this. Yes. I mean, I just don't see that these players um, are... Now, one of the things that Matt talked to us off the air a little bit about was that the players have an opportunity to really test the market to see what their actual value is. Mm -hmm. That was an interesting thought to me, and I thought, okay, well, if you're going with Phil's comments that they've been oppressed because of the obnoxious greed of the PGA Tour, let's go down that line of thinking. Yeah. And now you get to test the free agency market. To me, the the numbers that they're getting from Liv are completely inflated and, and out of left field. Overinflated. Way, way. Way, way overinflated. And so I don't I don't know that that's an it's accurate not a true market analysis. Exactly. No. So that's the part that I have a hard problem. I, there's nothing sustainable about it. There's no business sense. And, and that's what Janella no. mentioned too. So if this thing comes along, so if, if, if Henrik Stenson's sitting back there in his scenario, he might be saying, you know, I was going, th- this is sort of a one-time opportunity. They want me. It's out there. They're not going to keep giving this kind of incentive money. Eventually, it's just, hey, come, you want to play? We're going to give you an invitation. I, I, let's just first say, I don't know what they're going to do, but let's just say they're going to give an invitation. And you come, you can come play for these fifty-four holes with large purses, but you're yeah. not going to be big guaranteed money guy per se. Kind of like Pat Perez, yeah. You know, there's a guy that he might have made a half a million to a million dollars just to go, just to jump, and then he plays in his first event. You know, shoots eighty one of the rounds, finishes almost dead last. He makes one hundred twenty-five thousand, and then in the team competition makes eight hundred. So he makes like pretty close to nine hundred nine hundred twenty-five thousand dollars for the week. That's substantial. It's substantial. So it's guys substantial. are going to guys are going to say, "Hey, before they come to their senses, I might as well get mine." 
That, right. That's what it feels like, right? And then right. when you read all of the comments, the only thing that I can really gather from any of this is simply that it's, the, it's a good deal for that player. Like, it's hard to argue that it's not a good deal for that player. Yeah. yeah. Right? From the standpoint that they're giving them guarantee. Now, they also have to be pretty much want to be done with their career for it to be a good move for that player. Yeah, that's correct. Which is, you know, because there's so much, I look at Cam Young, he's made oh, $5 million or over five. I think he's pushing $6 million already in his rookie year. Yes. He was at 4.2 before the open. What did he make last year or last week for second? Probably he made, over, he made a million. over a million dollars. Right. So he's like five and a half ish million in his rookie campaign. Right. Plus he's getting some endorsements he's out 25 there. years old. Right. So is that, is that, not good enough is that is that stale is that i mean what what part of that i love that story see to me there's the meritocracy and and there's what the the ceo of the r not the ceo but the the president of the rna and what the pga tour and what tiger woods all talked about you can you can raise to the highest height in the game of golf if you're willing to put in the work don't just pay don't just pay a whole bunch of money and become stale. Put in the work and continue to work hard and get yourself to the top of the list. Now, some people would argue that Phil Mickelson has put a lifetime into building himself to the yeah, position. Yeah, but Phil Mickelson's already made, also made $90 million on the PGA right, Tour, right. let alone his other endorsements. Right. So the point they're saying is he did dig it out of the dirt. Now he's getting a big payday because of it. Yeah. Oh, so there, there's. I'm just saying that that's the other side of it, right? Yeah. Um, but for some of these guys, I mean... Taylor Gooch. I mean, Jason Kokrak had a year, didn't he? You were talking about windows out there in golf. Jason Kokrak took advantage. What did he win, three times? Three times. Yep. Three times, and he's making the jump. So. And he's in his 40s. Paul Casey making the jump. He's in his 40s. Charles Howell III making the jump. He's in his 40s. Henrik Stenson, the whole. Of course, he's. He's got a major championship under his belt, and he's got, what, 22 wins worldwide and that kind of thing. But the carrot for them was the Ryder Cup captaincy. Be a disruptor. And they're disrupting. Being a disruptor, and they probably paid him a pretty good chunk to make the move. I would hope that it would be worth that, right? Because you hear some of the comments from some of these past captains, Paul McGinley, one of them, it was, he's sad about it, right? Yeah. But he said he wasn't going to turn on him or second guess. He's got to do what he's got to do, but they, for, to turn your back on something that prestigious and we know how prestigious it is, especially for team Europe. I don't want to diminish that the Americans don't care, but especially in Europe and the run that Henrik was on the group that he was with that won so many. Yes. To now be a captain. And Padraig Harrington said, you know, he said, I don't I don't feel sorry for him that he had his captaincy stripped from him. He said he signed a contract. And he expressly went against the contract. So you're out. Yeah, I so back to whether this is good or bad and what kind of change might come from this. So the PGA Tour is obviously they have to they have to respond in some way. I, I don't think that I don't think it's possible to have all of this take place without coming up with some creative things to do, right? Well, I mean, they're working on it right now, and they already have announced those. A lot of that stuff, right? Yeah. So you have, yeah. but but I think there's still some ways that you can continue to you know improve your product, right? Um. At at the end of the day, the PGA Tour needs to be 
the highest level of tournament competition. Yes. We're talking 72 holes, stroke play, you know, on the best golf courses with the history and the legacy that all comes with that, where players can cement themselves in the, in the histories and the annals of, of, of golf mm-hmm. history by their performance in these events, right? Right. And, and that leads to your opportunity to compete and play for the biggest championships, the four majors, right? And, the, right. and, the, and let's throw five in there with the players. So that's, that needs to stay, that needs to be the standard. And if there's some other things, which I think you brought up before, that Ernie L says, go play live in the fall, make a bunch of money, have fun, be silly, the new silly season, and then yeah. come back and let's, in January, let's go PGA Tour. Whatever that and has to be. play some real golf. Yes, real, it's what he called, real golf. Real golf. Which is why our show is such. Real golf. Yeah, because we're all four rounds, baby. Yep. Anyway, uh, well, that, that that's, regardless of who the competition is, I think it's important the PGA Tour maintain that standard. Absolutely. But they also, I think, need to be creative in yep. order to continue to provide the entertainment yep. value. Keep it fresh. It's going to bring the eyeballs and the sponsors and all that, right? And keep yep. the, keep the yep. players. Yep. I agree with you. Oh, it's going to be interesting. Still so much to get to. Wow. When it, when it all comes down to it, champion golfer of the year is Cameron Smith. He shot 20 under par, 8 under par in the final round with 6 under par in the last nine holes. It was tremendous. It was Amazing. It was great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. And hats off to Cam Smith. No, it was awesome. And to Rory and to Cam Young and all the guys that were yep. making it an exciting show because it took every one of them uh, for sure. Yeah. So you really, you wouldn't play, you wouldn't take all the golf courses on Long Island for Augusta. <laughs> I really want to hear more about this coming up. Next no, week. I really wouldn't. That's crazy talk i really would not do that i can't wait for the caddy to weigh in on this all right that's gonna uh we gotta take a break we'll come back we'll wrap up the show we sure appreciate you joining us here brian taylor bob casper you're listening to real golf radio here's a simple solution for you if you have back pain knee pain or any other pain in your body it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day your body is over 60 percent water and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the U.S. 
USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Can I just say this too about Henrik Stenson? Yeah. You know, he wrote in his, he wrote a big old four paragraph response that he put out on social media. And basically what he said is, look, this is just a deal I had to make. It was just really, really good for me. Can't we just still be friends? And can I still be the Ryder Cup? Can I really want to still support all this other stuff I've been doing. Look, let me tell you something. When you go into your boss and you say, hey, you know what? I'm getting These guys over here, the competition, they're going to pay me a lot more money. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. I'm going to go over here and work for these guys. But you know what? Can we still be friends? Can we go to lunch on occasion? Can, I, can, can, you know, can we sit down and talk about strategies so that we can keep our, you know, this business going and everything I've done here for the last few years? No. Hey, look, I understand it's a personal decision. You go out and make it, but no, we're done here. Yeah. Have a good one, man. See ya. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. I don't I don't hate you, but you're not coming over for lunch. You're working for them. Yeah. And that's the thing that I just keep they everyone wants if they want their cake and eat it too, and it doesn't work that way. No. It doesn't work that way. And and uh, you know, you can't you can't get paid by by two companies and um well, and you can, yes, but. these yes, these guys are are uh, independent contracts, or so to speak. But, you know, when you make decisions based on money and your financial future and that kind of thing, and you jump ship um, either from DP World Tour or the PGA Tour, you know, you make decisions, there's repercussions because of them. No, there's no doubt about it. Uh, it's been a fun show today, uh, and hats off to Rory McIlroy, as was uh, talked about in hour number one by Ian Carter, 29 under par yes. for the four major championships. Yeah. Rory, shake this one off, buddy. We'll see you at Augusta. Love nothing better than to see you slip a green jacket on. That, that would, would be, be pretty, awesome. Pretty I awesome would love stuff. to see that. Yeah. Thanks again to Matt Janella for joining us, the caddy. Ian Carter, it's been a fun show. Thanks to Dave Glauser, our producer. For Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Again, you can find all this wherever your favorite podcasts are found as well as on our Twitter feed at Real Golf. We'll see you next week.
You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. <laughs> 